Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Here we go, JV. Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna be the Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna be the Bengals? No! And we're back, baby! And if we only could not make a deal with God and I get him to swap Joe's calf out Be running up that field Be running that bootleg Be running up that scoreboard Say, if we only could Win and welcome back to Fuck You, We, we like, like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting to my left today, Lloyd Johnson. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. Well, I'm not, but I am. Yeah. You said you had a couple back probies? Yeah. my uh, I've been having a lot of muscle spasms and, and fucked up shit going on with my hip and that back. That sucks, dude. So I have not slept for the past couple of days. And uh, today while I was writing my burns, I kind of... Kind of dozed off. I kind of fell asleep till about I don't know, fifteen minutes before you got here. Yeah, I, uh, I've like because I've been working like f- like forty five, fifty hours a week right now. I think that's about to slow down. I'm about to go back to sub teaching, so like I've been like trying to like find any like pocket of time I can to write the burns. It's like, oh my god, do I have two hours to like just do nothing? Let's write some burns. Well, yeah, this past like this past couple weeks, I have I've I've been. Go, 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 like, everywhere, yeah. the whole time, like, between doctor's appointments, like, you know, change the switch, breezy car out, blah, 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 the whole, uh, just everything's been madness for. Yeah. Which, uh, you just had a birthday with her recently, you made a cake. Yeah, I made a cake for the first time in my life. And daddy's about to try it on air for the first time. And um, not, like, from a box. Oh. Like, all of it's from scratch. I made the icing, everything. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. It's an almond white cake with almond buttercream off uh, icing. Wow, dude. Let's see. <laughs> Lloyd. What? Can I have the rest of that cake? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to get stabbed by Breezy? <laughs> She is she is from the west side, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, that wasn't like a <laughs> like I mean she'll probably <laughs> I believe it. She uh I've never met anyone who loves and defends their sweets the way she does. Like she's Oh, I would give her a run for her money. Uh dude one, she's a freaking nature because she looks amazing and she eats 
I, I don't know how she doesn't have diabetes. Like it's every time you see her, there's like a, a the Starbucks coffee with. I don't know. She I, works at Skyline. Yeah. She doesn't eat a lot of that. She eats fairly healthy, like normal food, but she eats so much like snacks, and it's all like do- donut sticks and fucking. Like I'll show you just like how this is when we when we're done here. Like I I could show you. There's a whole different. There's cold snacks, cabinet snacks. There's bedroom snacks. There's candy on it. It's, it's just everywhere. Yes, it's, it's insane. It's absurd. And you made her the cake, and it fucking rocks, dude. Thanks. Um, also, I'm sure you. This is a weird segue into this. Did you pay for the supplies with the money you made working the door at the finals in the funniest person in Cincinnati contest? Sure. What a segue. Yeah, look at him. You got it. You got it. So I uh, I worked like a fucking 11-hour day that day, so I couldn't go. I was just so tired. But shout out to Go Bananas for live streaming it so Daddy could watch at home. Uh, it was sold out as fuck. Yeah, it was fucking packed. Oh, yeah. Were there two door guys that night? Yeah, me and Sam Malazzo. Of course. Sammy Maz. Sammy Maz. We like that guy. He has his own podcast. Yes, and he's a football guy, too. We should have him on. Uh, I uh, I got to see if he wants to do the Colts episode because he's a Colts guy. Oh, and, okay. Um, we'll, uh, we'll figure that out. But, dude, I want to give some shout-outs to the comics that did well that night. Uh, the first comic I want to shout-out, um, even though he didn't win, he had a great set, was Spencer Eddingfield. He killed man. Yeah. He did fantastic tonight. I heard, like, fucking whistles during his set. Yeah, that, well, there was uh, one guy who just kept whistling a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Were they one of his people? No, but it was just a what I, I, okay, so I love the contest in theory. Okay. I hate the crowds. Yeah. Because they're not normal comedy crowds. They're just, like, yeah. people's friends and family, and they, they just have no idea how to behave in a comedy club. Even though, like, if I'm like, if I bring people, I'm I'm like very adamant, like, just sit and laugh at everybody. Yeah, don't talk, don't yell out, don't start making weird noises. You ain't the show. Yeah, because like someone said something about there being a live stream, and that's when that dude started whistling. Oh no! Oh, I think that was Spencer, wasn't it? I don't remember who said, it, but yeah, the, the the I think even at the beginning of the show, because like the show hadn't even started when that dude started whistling. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, I had to go over and tell him twice. And then I was like, man, if I have to come back over here, I'm throwing you the fuck out of here. Good. And uh, I was trying not to throw out, like, people's parents. Yeah. So we'll not say who it was, but maybe their name's already come up. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> had some had had some of their people there that were... Uh, Unruly? I, I bet you I probably said something to one table or one of the four tables that the, those groups were at. Uh, I probably I probably said something eleven times throughout the night. Oh my! You counted? Like I'm I'm guesstimating, but yeah, some I think it was like eleven. That's fucking insane. Because <clears throat> yeah, I'm not like you know if you start being like all right, you got to go. The whole group's gonna end up getting up and th- making a fucking and and what could be the biggest night of someone's life. Yeah, so I'm I'm trying my best to <sighs> just like keep your composure, keep it cool, and just like, like there's there's one there's one. P- point where I was like, I'm gonna throw a fucking chair. <laughs> You're gonna Bobby Knight it <clears throat> I, if you I get was, that reference. Like, yeah, I, w- I wanted to pick up like one of the long, like, purple high top <laughs> and just wing it across and take out two of the tables. Like, shut yes. the fuck up. But you know, that's I didn't. So it's like you're there to cheer on your friends. Like people, like people think, like, oh, we're just here to cheer on our friend. Like, yeah, go boo. 
Those are those can be some of the worst people to go to comedy shows. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also just like I said, it's just people who don't normally go. And, and, they, and also, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I'm going to add one point to that. They are some of the worst people to go to comedy shows, but they think they're being some of the best, which is why they think they're justified. Yeah, it, it, people are always like, oh, "What? He was making the jokes out of it when I was saying stuff." Yeah, you're making, you're fucking up what he's doing. You're making him have to respond. Yes. That's not. No one wants that. It's except like for you. It helped the sh- people say like it helped the show. No, it doesn't. The comedian is trained in dealing with that. Yeah. They were good in that situation, which also makes the crowd member think like, "Oh, I helped the show." Sign up on a Wednesday. Yeah, go to go to an open mic. See how much you help the show. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, but we did a lot of uh, negative talk about the finals because like it, the finals really is it's. Uh, it's just a celebration of comedy, and it's a huge yeah, event like, every year. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I do. I love the contest for what it is. Yeah. I'm just the crowds can <clears throat> fucking suck sometimes. Yes, but I want to give a shout out to first of all the semi pro winner Will McKenzie. Yeah, he was great. He, he was, is great. And I think they're like especially like he's in a, he's a what Louisville. Louisville guy. Yeah, he's a Louisville guy. <clears throat> so like he didn't have a lot of people in the crowd there. Oh, dude, because like a lot of winners have come from out of town. <clears throat> Yeah, so I think sometimes it's just someone crushing, almost undeniable that you know. Yep. And he was—I mean, he really was. Even even I remember his semifinal round. He, everyone in the room knew he was moving on. Like yeah, like the dude. I mean, he's a really funny comic. He's always been super cool. <clears throat> yeah, he, man. He he. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's really cool, and he's going to come feature at the club, and we're going to see him again. He's he's fucking awesome, man. So shout out Will McKenzie. Also, uh, there was one dude in the semi-pro round. I did a don't tell with him, and people were like convulsing, laughing at his jokes. Who was that? His name was Greg Winston. He was the autistic dude. Who oh had yeah, like yeah, those yeah, one-liners. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he made it to the. Yeah, he was in the finals, and he had this one. He had the one joke. It's like uh, it was like some anti-abortion person was like, "What if Joe Burrow was aborted?" Yeah. What if LeBron James was aborted? Well, I probably would have made the JV basketball yeah. team. Yeah, that, he, that was his closer. Yeah. And I laughed out loud in my apartment. Yeah, that was. I mean, he's very funny, too. Yeah, he's so. really funny. Because um, I did a don't tell, and he fucking smoked the don't tell. <clears throat> um, but yeah, also fucking, dude, we've talked about her on the pod a lot because she's one of my favorite people. She's become such a funny comic. Congrats to Allison Stapp, who is the first female winner from Cincinnati, I think, ever. Yep. Holy dick. Dude, I'm so fucking proud of her. Yeah, and she did uh, She did fantastic there, and she uh, actually hosted last night for Spark Tabor. Yeah, Spark Tabor. Tabor. I yeah. always say his name weird. I don't know. But, uh, uh, and she did, she did fantastic. Dude, she, I thought... Because I thought Eddingfield had it. I'm watching the live stream. I'm like, I thought Eddingfield had it. And then Stapp goes up. She, like, gets some, like, right. Because, like, she has a, a joke. She Her opening joke is, she's like, she said she was on a date. And the guy said, like, so let me get this. You're gluten-free, gluten-free soy-free, soy-free, and vegan. And vegan. And she goes, no, I just look like this. Yeah, it, it kills. That is, for my my opinion... That's how you do a looks like joke. Yeah. Because everyone just goes, I'm like, I look like this. I look like this. She doesn't like because those jokes can get annoying after a while, but she doesn't make you think that. 
Yeah, it, it's it's like like I always say, anything's funny if you write a good joke. Yeah, and sometimes it's the writing part of it that gets left out. Yeah, like someone thinks of a good concept or like a, a good look alike or whatever, and they don't write a joke with it. They just say it. They just think like, oh, this made me laugh. So it's like all I got to do is just deliver what made me laugh. Mm. What deliver what made me laugh? And dude, that she has that she had that formula in that joke down pat. Yeah, she murders that. And she she lost him a little bit in the middle, but then she got it like. She had a line that I think won her the contest. She said she had uh, what was it? She referenced oh it was um it was her pegging joke. She's oh, a joke yeah, about yeah. pegging, and she's like I had a guy ask me if I was into pegging. It was Spencer. Yeah, because he had done a joke about pegging. Yeah, and dude, that I heard a real loud laugh on the line. Yeah, Lime you could definitely tell that that like I was actually in the hallway when she said it, and you could hear the pop out there. Yeah, and I mean any. Any huge pop in a sold dude? It's been a while since I've done a sold out go bananas. It was uh, it was pretty nuts. It was it was loud, and but dude, I've said for a while like she's got really good jokes, and she she's really coming to her own. She's really coming to her own of late, and nah, dude, I'm proud of shit of her. She's doing yeah. a lot for the scene, and she's she's been getting her reps at the club, and she's doing great. Yeah, she's doing fantastic. But you know who isn't doing great though. The Bengals. What the fuck happened last week? Yikes. Yeah, um, that one was that one was fucking ugh. Demoralizing. Yeah. So I want to shout this out real quick. Um I'm sorry. You're good. Um so I sometimes when I get slideshows for the pot, I'll just copy and paste when we we roasted the team last, just for laziness purposes. And I grabbed an old Cardinals slideshow, um, and the recap from the episode prior to when we roasted the Cardinals, like the Bengals lost twenty-seven to three this week. Yeah, the the last time we played a game before we played the Cardinals, they lost twenty-seven to three. Yeah, didn't have to change that at all. Nice. Well, not know. nice. Well, it's not nice, but it's not nice. It saved you about four seconds. Mm. Yeah, if that. But it it was really tough, man. Um, it, like the opening drive, I'm like, because like the opening drive, like you're looking for any sign of life whatsoever, and they looked great in that opening drive, and that was it. And they just set settled for a field goal, and part of me was like, you should have gone. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Should have gone for the touchdown because you're either you're setting the tone for the game. You're either going to get seven points, or you're going to pin the Titans deep in their own territory. They did neither. Yeah, Zach is up. See, uh, he uh, he settled for three points, and that was all of the scoring for the game. Yep, for the Bengals. <sighs> so let's recap. Uh, Joe Burrow. We, t- <laughs> we can. Let's go. We're gonna. Uh, Twenty of thirty for one hundred sixty-five yards. <clears throat> uh, Joe Mixon, fourteen carries, sixty-seven yards. Again, he's been the most consistent part of the offense. Yeah, he he didn't look bad. It just. We'll get to this later, but I think they they knew when it was coming. They knew when what was coming. Well, run it's run pass pass. Yes, um, leading receivers always fucking open. Seventy seven receptions, seventy three yards. Uh, Tyler Boyd four receptions, twenty six yards. T Higgins two for nineteen. Tanner Hudson two of eighteen. Uh, Trent Irwin, Joe Mixon, Mitch Wilcox each had a reception. 
Uh, Drew Sample and Chase Brown <coughs> each had one reception, both of which <coughs> went for negative yardage. Yeah. Yay. So I um, I actually I have a lot more recap this week. I just realized that because um, um, there is one player that I was like worried about, and I'm grateful that he actually had a decent game this week. And this is it's kind of a bleak sign as to how bad the team is doing when this player does well. But Brad Robbins played a hell of yeah, a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he actually showed up. He, he did. It's like the player that um, he had uh, 51.4 yards per punt. He also had a career long of 62. Yeah. That motherfucker was why we drafted him. Yeah. That was that was what you thought you were going to get. And, I mean, and like I said, it's not a good sign when you're like, oh, my God, the punter did so well. Well, I mean, he's had a lot of practice this year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has. Admittedly so. Um. Also, dude, um, again, we're trying to look for positive signs here because, like, because, like, Tyler Boyd said, just like, don't be with us in ten weeks, like, don't be on our bandwagon in ten weeks. But uh, we're trying to look for the positive signs here, and Bates and Bell are obviously missed. However, fucking Dax Hill and Nick Scott have been. Pretty fucking good this year, and like like we were talking about before, uh, Turner, DJ Turner. What's that stat you had? I think he, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's only allowed one reception for four yards on like forty percent of the snaps. That's insane. He's been <clears throat> unbelievable. But um, I mean, he's been playing really well. Yeah, the guy's nuts. Um, but there's also a lot of uh, negative right now. First and foremost. Um, <clears throat> there's been some in, like the injury bug. Got, the injury bug has gotten to this team. Uh, like this week, Akeem Davis Gaither is out, um, and we have some questionables this week with Trey Hendrickson, T. Higgins, Chidobia Wuzier, and Cam Taylor Britt. Yeah, Higgins, I'm worried about because like he had like a fractured rib. Yeah, that's is that something you just play through? It it depends. It depends on like uh, <clears throat> so. In my life, I've broken many of my ribs. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> kickboxing will do that to you. Yes. Getting into a bunch of random street fights for no discernible reason will do that to you. I don't think I've ever been in a street fight. I was a very angry teenager. <laughs> yes, you were. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah, it, so I've had some that they suck, they hurt, but like you can still breathe fine. Or not, and maybe not fine, but like you, still, you can still do yeah, it. They were saying like, T like woke up sore like he slept on it weird and woke up like more sore which is not a good sign. Yeah, but I mean if if without knowing what it which which part is is injured and how it's affecting it that it's hard to say anything cuz yeah. ribs are wonky that way like if they're right in the front here it sucks cuz every breath hurts. Yeah. And it, when you try to run and breathe fast it it just it keep it, you can't keep your wind up. You can't. Yeah. It sucks, and if we're if push comes to shove, just get it removed and play football, and you can suck your own dick. So it's like kind of <laughs> who came up with that? Was that a rumor? Is that a real thing? Um, I don't. I've never. I I haven't seen it in person. It was so. like a Marilyn Manson rumor yeah. or something. But I don't know. I'd I'd, I'd be impressed. Yeah. Um. But <clears throat> so you were talking about. Zach Taylor's play calling a little bit. I think it's kind of a point of contention with a lot of Bengals fans right now. Yeah, and 
again, I think he's kind of just trying to do what he can do with what he has. I, 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 you know, I mean, I, I always struggle with with shitting on coaching because uh, I'm not there. Yeah, and I don't know what they know, and I don't know. I don't spend as much time thinking about stuff as they do. Yes. So putting together all the different pieces of everything that's happening and how people are feeling and what's like, it's hard to say. Like, but the play calling does feel a little stale, even for dealing with. It's very. It seems like very Madden like because you were saying it's like run pass pass. Yeah. And it's very. It just seems very basic, and teams know this, and they know that like Burrow can't roll out because his calf is fucked right now. So, like, what the Titans were doing this entire game was they were just, like, rushing the box. Yeah. Because, like, that's – they know just, like – That's what you do, too. What? <sighs> no, I rushed the A-hole. Not with those fingers. <laughs> yeah. Turns into an A-B-C hole with <laughs> these fingers. It just turns into one hole. <laughs> <clears throat> Northside Sirens. Yay. Yay. Once per sode. But it's like um, there was one point I think Al Shayer just completely rushed, rushed through the line, and it was like Volson and Karras just like touched him and just like yeah you can go. I, there was that one play that bothered me so much. Yeah, I think that's just, just I, the way they were bouncing everybody around and stuff. It was a good. I mean, it was good play calling on their on their side. You know. Yeah. You you kept you know bounce bounce which slots are getting rushed and whatever so it, it, it makes it like as an offensive lineman it can kind of fuck up what your assignment is and yeah make it hard to pick stuff up which that I, I, it still sucks because like if like if you're the Titans you'd really like if you rush six or seven per play with <coughs> five guys on the line maybe it's a, maybe a tight end sometimes you're gonna be at an advantage pretty much every play yeah so. You just got to count on your corners to cover, and you know it, it, there's a little bit of risk to it. But when it was working as well as it was, and it just kept rolling on, uh, yeah, why stop? It sucks, and hopefully it gets better because I mean Zach said that Burrow's going to play this week. Yeah, well, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it, it's it's got to be healing. It's not like it's. People like I. People are like you. Got to sit him for at least four weeks for it to heal, and it's like, well, it's still healing. Like time yeah. is still passing. Yeah. So we and, don't know how good he's doing. Well, also we say like Burrow is obviously during the process of rehabbing is Jesus Christ. Um, thank you. Be real. Um, I'm gonna turn my ringer off. Like cool. during this process, like you, we're saying is like, we're saying all this as if we don't think Burrow is being treated. By the best doctors during this entire process, and also like people are like bench him. I bet you he probably doesn't want to do that. No, he's a competitor. He wants to play. He's the ultimate competitor. But if push comes to shove, I I hate to go against. I don't think it's the worst idea. I'm not a McCarran guy. Like, is this game like this game is the ultimate? Like, this is. We haven't seen this in quite some time because we've either been incredible or dog shit for the longest time. Bengals. And I I have not said this about a game. I can't tell you the last time I said this about a game. This is a must win. Yeah, it feels very much so. Yes. So 
with that, uh, like Burrow is the quarterback that gives us the best <coughs> chance to win this week. It's a hurt Burrow. He can't roll out. I think fans are just like dreading the possibility of Jake Browning playing. Yeah, he doesn't exactly inspire a ton of confidence. No backup does. Like I'd almost rather just see him put McCarron in, just because like you, you've seen him do like ha- like take the game. Like fuck, all right, no, I'm not, I'm not giving up. I'm not letting this go away. Like I think he needs to learn the offense. <clears throat> I want to see McCarron learn the offense first before we even consider giving him a shot. Because right now he's like what the third stringer. Yeah, he's practice squad, I guess. Yeah. And I think they signed him as an appeasement to fans. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like there is there has does have to be that thought of like if Joe gets hit or something and he gets hurt, like you might just adjust the offense a little bit to to fit McCarron better because you know he's a guy who does like he's got that thing, he's got that want to that will to win. Because yeah, he, I mean Joe does too, but I mean the calf is making it really hard right now. Fucking um, baby cows. Here's a so friend of the pod, Cyrus Amundsen, has me do an assignment for the Bengals because we're uh, starting to write for the Bengals a little bit mm-hmm. for his website. Uh, I got some numbers for you. I might do this every week. Uh, some numbers for you. 4.8 was uh, Joe Mixon averaged 4.8 yards per carry, which not awful. No. Uh, two of nine. The Bengals were two for nine on third Third down. down. Um, That is bad. Here's a stat I found out. This is Joe Burrow's third game of this year. This past week was zero touchdowns. Yeah. In 2021 and 2022 combined, he had one. Yeah. And I was at that game. Uh, I brought up Brad Robinson's punting average. The Bengals had one drive go into the red zone. Yeah. And that was the opening drive. Uh, Also one, the Bengals allowed Derrick Henry to be the number one ranked rusher in the term of rushing yards. Cool. For the week. Uh, Two, the Bengals only forced the Titans to punt twice. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like when you keep the like when your defense is constantly on the field and just constantly fighting for its life, it's gonna get worn down. Yeah, and that I mean you could definitely tell like fourth quarter they were not where they were for the rest of the game. You know, it was just yeah, just con. It's just fatigue. It just sets in. You're just tired, and um, also what sucks is the Bengals currently have the second lowest scoring offense in the entire NFL. Yeah. And the uh, I also found this kind of hilarious. Going into Monday Night Football, if the Giants scored had scored one touchdown, they would have been the Bengals would have been overtake the Bengals would have overtaken the Giants as the lowest scoring offense. So if the Giants scored one touchdown, they would have been the lowest scoring team in the NFL. They scored three fucking points. <laughs> yeah, so it ruled. Um, uh, this is also the second time this year that the Bengals have all, uh, scored three points in a game. Uh, Joe Burrow had 5.5 yards per pass attempt on the day. (sighs) Get this. It was his season high. Yeah. Um, 211 yards of offense on the day. This is making me sad. I know. Uh, 
47. There's a number. The Bengals' leading receiver, Jamar Chase, had 47 more yards uh, than the second leading receiver, Tyler Boyd. So, because um, he's always fucking open. Always fucking open. Um, I'm fucking open. Joe Burrow, uh, 17. Joe Burrow's two longest completions on the day went for 17 yards. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, so, do you want to talk about the always fucking open quote? I mean, I think everybody knows. Yeah, so Jamar was in a, I think it was like WCPO. Uh, Jamar was like, I'm always open. I'm always fucking open. He's like, sorry, sorry about the sorry profanity. And then, like, uh, 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 Zach Taylor, I think, like, called him into his office, and Jamar's like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. And then Jamar was, and then Zach was like, great fucking quote. Yeah, you got to love that. I think that's what the things that Zach Taylor does do well is, like, keep the team. I was talking to Cy about this. He's a culture guy. Yeah. He's a phenomenal culture culture guy. Coach, the jury's out, but. Well, could be a lot worse. Yes. Uh, So how do you. Chicago. (sighs) I think they've lost, what, 14 in a row? No, they won. They won on Thursday. Oh, did they? I didn't didn't watch the game. They won 40 to 20. Okay. They finally pulled it off. Before that, they had what, lost, what, like 14 in a row? Or yeah, something, or something crazy. Uh, like, DJ Moore. Did you see his stat line from the game? Oh, you obviously didn't watch the game. I like I told sta- you, man, this past couple weeks have been... DJ Moore's stat line was like eight receptions, 233, 230 yards, and three touchdowns. Nice. In fucking insane. Um, so, how do you think... And also, the Bears are not a serious franchise. Yeah. They're not. How do you think Zach Taylor navigates the Burrow injury? Um, like going forward, yeah, or? just like going forward and just trick trying. Um, to... you, you, my, I bet you his first question is, "Do you want to play?" Every time, yep. Because he's the the Burrow is the two hundred seventy five million dollar man. If you bitch about the contract, you're a cocksucker. Okay, I need to get that off my chest. Yeah. I mean, like Burrow is, they're investing in him right now. They've heavily invested in him. They've heavily invested for the next five years. But if he was, I mean, if he was 100% healthy, no doubt. My, I mean, this is going to be like, this is going to, this is going to hurt me to say. <laughs> if Burrow was healthy, guarantee you we'd be getting our money's worth. Yeah. It hurts to say. Well, I mean, but that's, that's, that's how that works. That's yeah. the, that's the risk that is inherent in the game. It's part of yep. what makes the game compelling is. And also it's also partially why contracts are not fully guaranteed. Yeah. Unless you're Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a sad laugh. It wasn't even a laugh. It was just a. <laughs> I, I, th- I, I don't know why I feel like that's the sound he makes when he comes. He just goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He looks like an elf. He does. So just making sure he's good to play and then... Yeah, I, I imagine, again, we don't sit and talk with the doctors. And no. Those doctors... I don't. I didn't go to doctor school. No. I don't think you did. No. Nope. I went to communication at University of Cincinnati School. <clears throat> so I don't... I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like when people are like, oh, well, they should this. Should they? Are you... How much did they pay you to give that opinion? Oh, nothing? Nothing. They paid you nothing at all? You're just okay. Diane from Middletown or, in some cases, Alex from Oakley? <clears throat> yeah, just like, oh, okay. Well, oh, all right. Well, Dr. fucking John who serves beer at B-dubs. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm glad you t- fucking chimed in. I'll give them a call right now. Oh, wait. I don't know their fucking numbers. 
Because I don't do what they do. Oh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm honestly, that's the worst part of when the, when something like this happens is just hearing the opinions over and like everyone has like, and they'll say it like they're so a hundred percent fucking sure that if they just would, just, dude, if they would just this, we'd be fucking in the Super Bowl already. It's like that's not. That's not possible in any way. What are you talking about, man? People on the internet want to be right, and they want to be right. So oh, it's not even just bad. not even just internet. It's, it's just, everywhere. Yeah, the, I had a Bengals shirt on and was at fucking the store, <clears throat> and the cashier was like, "Man, what do you, can you what do you think about?" Blah, blah, just you know, started and I'm normal, normal Rick and Marole. And then he, yeah, it just became this wildly over the top opinionated. Like they should have sat him for fucking at least five to six weeks to start the season off. They should have just brought in someone, another, another quarterback. Like, you know, what I mean, like the whole, it was all just shit like that wasn't gonna happen. Like they could have traded T. Higgins for fucking Patrick Mahomes. And like what? <laughs> I mean, he didn't say that, but it, I mean, I think I honestly think he said uh, uh, Geno Smith. He's like they could probably could have traded T. T. Higgins for Geno Smith, and I was like, "What? How would that have worked? I don't know." But that's what's like people just have these crazy strong opinions, and I'm like, "I, you know what you just said is utter nonsense, <laughs> but you made me listen to it." <laughs> so I think there should be a thing where when someone does that, you get to make the like you get to set a price. <laughs> I'm like, all right, if you ever want to talk to me again. Twenty five dollars a minute. Jesus, like a phone sex line. So I'll ask you what you're wearing for an extra five. I mean, I'm just saying for me to listen to them talk again, for them to get access to my my ears <laughs> and my brain. No, you, you, you're paying. Um, yeah, there are some people and there are very few and far between. There are some people that still want are convinced that Justin Jefferson is going to become a Bengal? I mean, like, like in the Houday group, I uh, saw someone say trade Higgins for Justin Jefferson. I just removed the comment. It's just so it didn't break any rules, but it's just so fucking stupid. <clears throat> but yeah, that's I mean, you know, that's the worst part about football is the fucking fans. Yep. <laughs> is there just because especially Cincinnati fans, because we it's so ingrained in us to be angry about everything. I was at and we'll get to the Burns here in a little bit. I was at the Monday night game in 2015 when the Bengals played the Texans. The Bengals were, going into the game were eight and zero. They lost that game, and they ended up eight and they were the, the so their record going out of the game was eight and one. And fans, I heard. Vividly remember one woman shouting, same old bangles. Yeah. And I was walking out of the stadium, and one dude, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm, I'm pretty close. He said, shut the fuck up. You're eight and one. I was like, thank you. Yeah. I always like, I, and there goes the season. Dude, it was after the second game. Yeah. There were multiple people I heard like saying and commenting on, there goes the season. Like, the second game? Calm down. Yeah. Like. Do you not remember last year? Like, started out four and four, and then immediately ran the table through a gauntlet of a schedule. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It's it's just it's wild to me how how it is that people manage to just operate. It's like, do you get to vote? Like, 
I'm surprised. I thought most of our fans were felons. Oh, that's going to get me in some trouble. <laughs> ah, fuck. I, don't, I, don't, I think most people probably are like, hmm. <laughs> We've met a lot of fans, yeah. <laughs> we have to have a sense of humor about ourselves through all of this. Yeah, otherwise, I mean, this is what this podcast is, is humor. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, and the world at large just takes itself. I mean, holy shit, world rant. <laughs> the world at large just takes itself so fucking seriously. I've said that before, but it's just... It takes itself way too seriously, and I just like anytime something lighthearted comes up, or just like an excuse to laugh at ourselves. Please, I'm gonna capitalize on it. I don't want to. I don't want to be fucking sad this whole time. Nice. I don't want to be sad this whole time. That's probably why you're a comedian. Yeah. I like to make people laugh, and I like to make jokes. I also um, I like to make jokes, and I have some jokes this week. Yeah. Lloyd. Alex. You ready to take down these fucking Arizona Cardinals? As I said, uh, guys, just so you're aware, I did uh, I did not get much time to write, and uh, by and the time I did get, I was in a shit ton of pain and fell asleep. So happens. I have enough burns to get us through the sode. I'm just apologizing ahead of time, but uh, I will do my best to do some on the spot ones. It's like me before me before hanging with a lady. It's like to apologize ahead of time. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It's going to be a lot of stopping and starting. There's <laughs> <laughs> no the one Ron White joke I remember. He said, uh, "If you don't mind stopping and starting, I might be the best fuck on the planet." Yeah, I think it was more of a tag he had. Yeah, the mascot, Big Red. You have anything on the old Big Red? Um, just do yours, so I have a second to. Yeah, uh, before the North Side Sirens had hit us. Uh, Big Red once competed in a 4.9 kilometer fun run, or as Kyler Murray calls it, a quarterback scramble. <laughs> or, you know, in some cases, a quarterback's whole season. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that guy, I got real sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to burn him now. I'm sad. No, it's okay, because the mascot is the perfect embodiment of Kyler Murray, you know, because its bill is way bigger than it should be. Ah, and it's got bird bones. Yes, it does. Uh, the owner, uh, Cardinals owner and guy who still thinks conversion therapy works, Michael Bidwell, <laughs> once said, I understood at a young age that when you don't win, there will be criticism. Looks like he gets to understand that at an older age, too. <laughs> That's good. Uh, he looks like he does and st- still will bid on people. <laughs> he just looks He just looks like he's a... Uh, he, this picture in particular looks like he's filming a campaign <clears throat> commercial that's filmed at the border wall. Yeah, he looks like he's one, he's one of those ones that comes on like uh, public access because he can't afford the... the- <laughs> Where it's just him in focus and everything in the background is blurry. That way they don't accidentally <laughs> have to pay for anything that's in it. Um, also, Michael Bidwell looks like Lance Armstrong got his second testicle back. So <laughs> it looks like he might be the other testicle. He really could. Oh, no, he is. <laughs> Monty Ossenfort? Yep, that's a real man's name. <clears throat> that name is a nightmare, brother. I don't... I... Stop it. 
The uh, Cardinals GM, Mon- Monty Austin Fort, <laughs> looks like if every comedian who complains that you can't say anything anymore was morphed into one person. <laughs> Uh, Monty Ossenfort looks like he wears a toilet seat around his face as a Halloween costume <laughs> and also most other days of the year. Coaching. Uh, Jonathan. Wasn't he in Philadelphia? What's up? Wasn't he in that movie Philadelphia? Uh, maybe. You Sorry. Know that movie, do you? I'm a, I'm a young It's about bo- AIDS. Oh, yeah. It's oh, an AIDS joke. Oh, yes. The guy looks like he has AIDS. That's the joke. Uh, Jonathan Gannon was criticized for a cringy uh, for a cringy preseason speech in which he said, "Just understand, I'm looking for fucking killers." To which Josh Dobbs's alopecia said, "Uh, hello." <laughs> but really, though, it is nice to see Jonathan Gannon has gotten work since two and a half men got taken off the air. Uh, I like it. <laughs> uh, oh, much like Gannon in the video games. Uh, his day gets ruined by a bad link. Very well done. Kyler Murray's leg. Where it links together. Went bad. Yes. See? I got jokes. Not good ones, but I got jokes. I'm just mad that I got... It took me way too long to got to get that. To got that. Do you think he has a son named Jonathan Ganondorf? I play Zelda occasionally. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure he has a daughter named Shannon. He looks like that guy, like one of those dudes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, Shannon, Shannon Gannon. Gannon. <laughs> Shannon Gannon. I'm Shannon Gannon. Yeah. I'm going to the prom. <laughs> I'll ruin my kid's life so I have a fun party joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shannon Gannon. It's one o'clock. It's got to be five thirty somewhere. Woo! What? 2.30 on a Tuesday? Woo! I'm Shannon Gannon. Remember that time Shannon Gannon took it down to Mexico? <laughs> Bitch, you're 47. That was your high school fucking senior trip. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're just still mad that your friend Natalie just went missing. <laughs> After you hooked her up with that really cool guy. Yeah! I'm Shannon Gannon. My, here's my friend, Jorn Vandersloot. <laughs> wow, I didn't know he just turned into Rand so far with Blake. Yep, yep. Quarterback. Josh Dobbs. Looks like you could just use his face as a promo code for uh, Manscaped. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, dude, what can I say about Josh Dobbs that hasn't already been said by Chris Rock during the 2022 Oscars? (laughs) But honestly, dude, you know that joke you had? I I didn't care for it. I thought it was offensive. Or as I would like to say... Keep their quarterback's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> I practiced that all week. You tried. You, you put you put some effort in. I see it. <laughs> based um, based on his early season stats, I can comfortably say that Josh Dobbs has a very bright future and forehead. <laughs> like the alope- alopecia explains like the the head and the face, but the ears that that's not <laughs> that's just. Unfortunate. Are his ears trying to leave his body too? Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't make your ears fall off. <laughs> Maybe his ear hair is gone, but um, <laughs> uh, Josh Dobbs, who looks like Barack Obama after global warming fully encapsulate, encapsulates the Earth, <laughs> he looks like Barack Obama after he ate, like, ate dinner at Putin's house. <laughs> um, <laughs> radiation poisoning joke. Uh, I can't think of the joke in time. Uh, Josh Dobbs met a cheerleader who has the same hair condition he does. Uh, her name, no joke, is Ellie. Last name, Pisha. 
Her first name really is Ellie. Yeah. Uh, man. He's an Ellie P show. I, I've written, I think Josh Dobbs has been the target of the most jokes on this podcast. Yeah. I I mean, I, it's, that was the Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, he was a Pittsburgh. Shit. He was a Pittsburgh guy for a while. They were all a piece of shits. All a piece of shit. Um, but the backup Clayton Tune. <clears throat> he looks like Zach Zekuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cardinals backup quarterback and guy who for sure tweeted the N word ten years ago. Clayton Tune <laughs> has a great great uncle Jim Lawrence who was the first ever Cardinals draft pick. Cool. Uh, what a transition. They went from a guy who averaged 2.7 yards per carry to a guy who averages 2.7 roofies per night out drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Running back. James that dude winks in the mirror at himself every day. <laughs> James Conner. Uh, James Conner grew a mullet in 2018 when he was a Steeler to embrace the Yinzer lifestyle. Upon being acquired by the Cardinals, he embraced the Arizona lifestyle by, by becoming a cactus. Listen, <laughs> I know nothing about Phoenix. That's fair. You shouldn't. <laughs> uh, yep, that's all I know is that they have cacti. Wide receiver. Hollywood Brown. <clears throat> Hollywood, Florida to what? Baltimore yep. to Phoenix. Yep. None. There's. You're doing Hollywood wrong. It's it's not, that's not yep. ho- nothing Hollywood about any of those places. <laughs> it's like the Bermuda Triangle of domestic violence accusations. <laughs> Fantastic. Well done. That was an on the spot joke. Yeah, very well done. Um, uh, Marquise Brown was caught driving 126 miles per hour <laughs> in North Phoenix, which probably explains the nickname Hollywood. <laughs> Because to earn Hollywood status, you have to commit at least one car-related crime. Fair point. I like it. Yeah, like I said, uh, Marquise Brown was caught driving 126 miles per hour in North Phoenix, to which Henry Ruggs said, Come on, Grandma! I got places to be! Quit hogging the fast lane, you dick! He got caught driving 126 miles out of Phoenix. Because that's how you... That's how you. That's what, what Phoenix does to you. It makes you want to drive... It, it's just like you drive and you just hear. I don't know. I was there and the house we stayed at was cool and everything else about it kind of sucked. So that's I figured that I looked up because I, I, I tried to look up Phoenix for that joke. And one of the cons was like bad nightlife. Yeah, it just did, didn't wow me in any way. That, God, that city could be so cool for nightlife. It really could. Well, I mean, you have to have good people. Very true. And they have Marquise Brown. Yes, they do. You know who else they have? Michael Wilson. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, former Cardinals receiver, said he admires Michael Wilson and even said he wants his son, Devin, to be like Michael Wilson. (coughs) Yep, he told his son, be like that Cardinals wide receiver, at which point Devin got in his car and drove 126 (laughs) miles per hour. He looks like Rolf from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. (laughs) Double (laughs) day. Um, and Rondale Moore. I was look, practicing this today. He looks like Barack Lee Obama. <laughs> it's a good joke. Thank you. Uh, Rondale Moore. You got a picture of space in his name. 
Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore sounds like the name of the next comedian to have a Fox Nation special. <laughs> it's like coming up to the stage. He's open for the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. He plays his guitar. Please welcome Ron Dale Moore. <laughs> COVID's a hoax. Fauci, ouchie. Because of the vaccine, all my friends have AIDS. Do. We <laughs> 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 just looked at each other like, what the fuck did I just yep, do? Yeah, we just, uh, we, we, we experienced that. We did it. You know who could write a better joke than that? Ron Dale <laughs> Humor me for fucking once. I am. I'm uh that um yep. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh no. Tight end. Just really sore. You know what the problem is? My ball Zach hurts. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know Tabari's joke where he's like, have you ever just been in a city and we're like, nah? <laughs> have you ever just seen a person and you're like, nah? Zach Ertz? Yeah. I'm not. Uh, Zach Ertz is married to a star of the U.S. women's national soccer team, which is a weird way to find out that Zach Ertz plays in the WNBA. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say it was a lesbian, but that's you, I mean, you did. You kind of the, the same. same thing. You said the same thing. Pretty much. But Lloyd... Alex. I think we got him pretty good. Predictions and bullshit. Jonathan Gannon. Uh, I'm not confident in the team this week. Um, I'm not confident, but I'm a fan, so. I'm a fan. I want to think they'll win. I think, I think they still have Burrow. They still have Mixon, who's been very serviceable. I'm not going to say good or great. He's been serviceable. <clears throat> but He's, also our defense... Should probably look pretty good in this game. Hope so, because, I mean, the Cardinals, Josh Dobbs has been pretty good. Shut up. He's been pretty good. I'm, nah, I'm going to say it. I know. I just. You just don't like hearing it? Yeah. They're, I mean, they have a new coach who came over from the Eagles. And there's been a lot of good new coaching <laughs> hires. And I think Jonathan Gannon was one of them. And I am hopeful. I hope they win. I'm not confident. I would like to be, but I say I'm going to say the Bengals pull this one off. Final score, Bengals 216, Cardinals nothing. Yeah, I like it. In honor of the amount of hair on Josh Dobbs' head. <laughs> they put up as many points as Josh Dobbs did follicles. <laughs> My player of the game is going to be. Hmm. My player of the game is going to be Trent Irwin. All right. Trent Irwin is going to have twenty receptions, six hundred yards, six hundred, even number, twenty receptions, six hundred yards, seven touchdowns, six photo shoots. I like it. Bold prediction. Josh Dobbs full afro by the end of the game. All right. Yep. Lloyd, what's your prediction? Uh, I'm going to say Bengals 
31. Okay. Uh, Cardinals, 8. Ooh, okay. Uh, player of the game is going to be Brad Robinson. Ooh, Brad Robbins? Yeah, Robbins. I thought I just <clears throat> said Robinson. I, I know his name. God damn it. Uh, Brad Robbins? Yeah. People still say Burroughs. I it's... know. But I don't like being those people. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, I think he's going to find a new way of punting off of the uh, the opposing field goal and making it go back through turn points. Yep. Uh, can I give another bold prediction? Brad Robbins punts a ball so far, it hits the State Farm Stadium logo. That logo falls off, and because of that, the stadium is renamed University of Phoenix Arena. I like it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, real prediction. Don't hate me. I think the Cardinals win 24-13. Um, I'm going to say Bengals pull it off 17-14. Okay. I don't hate that prediction at all. But finally, plugity plugs. Got a show Friday at Chameleon. Oh, Pie and Violence. Friday 13th, Pie and Violence show me and Breezy are putting on. Uh, it's over at Chameleon. No cover. 9 p.m. Friend of the pod, Blake Hammond. Future guest of the pod, Blake Hammond. A bunch of great comics. Come out and see us. Hell yeah. Um, I am going to be doing a Don't Tell this Friday, October 13th. I'm not going to say where. Um, so if you uh, want me to send you the ticket link and you're in... If you're within 75 miles of Cincinnati, kind of a city south of Kentucky, or city, uh, 75 miles south of Cincinnati in Kentucky, um, if you happen to live near the University of Kentucky, uh, I've heard some of the comics. I've heard some of the comics on the lineup. It's pretty gnarly. I'm very excited for that. Uh, it's also Friday the 13th themed. I think I'm going to be dressing up. We shall see. Uh, but that's going to be a lot of fun and. Again, if you're in Minneapolis, come to Comedy Corner Underground, November 17th and 18th. It's going to be a blast. I'm very excited for it. But Lloyd, I think this is kind of like a, a mini-sode, but we got through it. I like it. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. We, we like the Bengals. Why, man? We like the Bengals.